Hello, everybody. Jim Malone here coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. Well, it's the 18th of August, and it is, yeah, it's kind of been a kind of a sleepy day here. Uh, nothing really totally exciting, um, but the Dow is down a little bit uh, after the speech, uh, the speech by Chairman Powell. So eh, that's not, not looking so hot, but um, we do have, I, I am going to be talking about an area of the market that seems to be doing well. Now, as you probably know, I mean, uh, some of the tech stocks, what I normally specialize in, the growth stocks, they have been kind of pulling back and not really, they haven't been as exciting as, as they normally would be. But there is an area of the market that seems to be picking up steam. And this is really interesting because I've really never seen it like this before, but it definitely is true. And that is the shipping, the container shipping area. I'm going to be talking about two stocks uh, today that I have bought uh, that I think you might be interested in. And uh, it's just because this is a kind of an interesting area of the market uh, that, you know, was totally unexpected. So it does look like with inflation, which we're going to be getting now, there's going to be a lot of inflation. But one of the things is we're going to see a lot of inflation in is shipping costs. As a matter of fact, it's getting very, very expensive to ship containers across the ocean. So the people that are really benefiting from this are the the shipping companies, the the, contain, the container shipping companies. And I'm going to I'm going to be talking about two of those companies um, basically, um, basically today. Um, here's the thing. The market is in a confirmed uptrend. And if you want to get on our action trailer, it's very, very easy to do. Just go to www.dallastradingfloor.com. And by the way, for everybody that's looking on TikTok right now, uh, we are simulcasting this on YouTube. And today we are starting a new thing. We are going to be uh, we're going to be broadcasting to LinkedIn. So this is uh, welcome everybody out there that's looking on LinkedIn. Uh, if you want to go ahead and put in um, comments, very, very easy to do. Just type them in and I'll read them on screen. And then uh, we'll, we'll go over the charts uh, for the, for the uh, stocks that you're interested in you know, after we get through the slides. So um, without further ado, let's uh, take a look at the ship transportation area. As I say, this is an interesting area because this has come on as of late, this, this whole group. Very interesting. It's 22 out of 197. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, there are 197 different um, groups that are in, uh, you know, the, the, uh, are, there are 197 different groups, uh, uh, in the stock market. Um, and we, we try to like to concentrate on the ones that are in the top 50. And that is definitely the case with ship transportation. Now I would have never seen this coming, but it did. It is coming. It's on, it's on, it's moving up very, very nice. And as a group, we have relative strength of 86 now. So this is in the 15, top 15% of all of the groups. And we have moved past a very key level which is the 40-day moving average. So it's looking very good for this group. Not so good for other groups, but very good for this group. One, uh, I just want to kind of run through the top shipping companies uh, right now uh, in the market and their market cap. Zem, the one we're going to, the one that I did buy today, it's right below a buy point. This one has a market cap of about $5 billion, which is significant. There's another one called Kirby. And then there is the U.S.-based Matson line. They're based in Honolulu, Hawaii. They're at about $3,286,000. So pretty big, pretty, big, uh, pretty big company as well. I have moved in just in the last two days into Zim and to uh, Matson line. So we'll see how they do. Just kind of want to take a look at Matson here. Did and I don't know if you can kind of see this, but I did buy it yesterday. It is moving up today. It's about seventy-five fifty. It's the uh, volume is down, but it's uh, it's up about one point five seven percent. So it's making its way towards this seventy-nine oh five buy point. That's the actual buy point. But what we've been trying to do in this market is to buy them right before they come through a buy point. Now, what a buy point is, sometimes it's called a pivot point. It's sort of a either a ceiling or a floor to the price. So as stocks move above this pivot point, they tend to get support there. So the best time to buy them, of course, is when they're right at the pivot or right above. But secondarily, we can buy them right before they, they pierce through the buy point. And definitely the buy point for Matson is is uh, is is right here at about 7903. Now currently it's at about 7550. 
So we are buying a little bit early, buying a half position, and then hopefully as it moves through, buying another half position. What is the catalyst for this is that, uh, as you can see, some extremely good earnings. Their earnings were up, you know, almost, uh, uh, you know, almost a thousand percent. So this is showing that uh, the right now there is there is lack of container uh, transportation out there. The the containers are in short supply. And these these groups are also moving up very very rapidly. Now another stock that I did buy today. Now I bought Matson yesterday, is Zim. This is the Israeli national um, uh, shipping company. As you can see, it's formed this very nice cup pattern. This is a very auspicious pattern. We have a night. This is the leading stock right now in the ship transportation group. So they just came through earnings. They blew out earnings. That's the reason I bought them. They moved above what they call the reversal line. So this one is looking very, very good. It's up very strongly. We'll see how it does. Well, hopefully it'll pass through the buy point here uh, at, at, at about uh, a 49. Hopefully it'll pass through that and it will move higher. But the two that I'm really concentrating on in this top group, this ship transportation group, are Zim symbol ZIM, and also Matson lines, uh, the symbol of that is MATX. And they're both, you know, they're, they're right, they're both below the buy point, but I do think they're actionable now. Wouldn't go in with a full position, but possibly a half position might work very, very well. Um, I also wanted to show you the, what stocks that I'm holding currently. Uh, I have a position in AMD. I have not been sold out of this one yet. The volume is up, uh, but the price is down. Not that kind of what you want to see. There was a breakout. The actual buy point on AMD was right about 90. So from 90 to 100, that was the buying range. It's above that. So right now, AMD is a bit extended, and that's part of. It's probably not a good time to enter the stock uh, at, at this time. Now, yesterday I did reverse kind of myself and a lot of people pointed that out on TikTok. I'd been talking about Palantir and I'd just been looking at it, been going down and down and down and down. That bullet finally made a reversal. It made a reversal yesterday. That's where I made my buy. It's up today, 187 uh, and it's up about 7%. So Palantir seems to have made a reversal higher. I hope that's the case. The volume is up, the price is up. Those are the two good things you want to look for lots of volume and price increases. So that's looking good. Off a little bit on Robert Half, but this has been a good performer for me. Only about, I've only held it about 30 days. So not, not a long time. I uh, also did take a position in Berkshire Hathaway. It's basically even, not really done, doing anything. Uh, up a little bit on Capital One Financial, symbol COF. Just one little thing, uh, talk about this. This is in the consumer finance area. This is an, also an area that is doing very well. As the techs have been selling off, um, this has been an area that has been particularly strong. It's consumer finance, especially in the car area. So COF is the symbol for Capital One. I'm also in this uh, interesting one called uh, ST Micro. This is, this is a company that supplies automo automobile chips. It's a Swiss-Italian company. It's up about 41 cents a day. Not a lot, but the volume is good. This one just keeps on moving up, so very, very nice. Also, at the beginning of the week, I did move into a uh, position in the financials, shipping financials, and some of the consumer finance areas are doing quite well right now, along with retail. Um, I took a position in Goldman Sachs. It's off a little bit today, but uh, it has been up as well. So Goldman Sachs is probably one of the leading money center banks as well. Uh, I also have a position in Trax. This is an interesting company. It's in the building products area. They make kind of plastic wood. So what's great about this product that they make out of recycled product is they get money to take in the product. They then turn it into plastic lumber, and then they sell it. And it's a very good product because if you build decks out of it, that kind of thing, they don't rust or they don't rot. So very, very good product. Uh, it's Trex is the name of the company, and uh, they're up today about 73 cents. Um, yesterday, also, I did buy a small position. This is a half position in Element Solutions. This is a chemical company. Again, we sort of are seeing this, this rotation towards what I consider more boring stocks like the chemical companies, um, finance companies, that kind of thing, away from some of the tech issues that we have. Really, the only tech issue right now that I have, uh, I have two real tech issues, and that's ST Micro and Advanced Micro devices, the two chip stocks I have. And I right now I'm not holding any 
of the um, any of the, these the software as a service companies so have all sold those out at profit. So, uh, most of those are at profit. So right now I'm kind of waiting for the money to come back into that part of the market before I'll be back into that market. Again, we talked about Matson. Of course, that's a shipping line. It's up today. Uh, the volume is down, but uh, the price is up. That's very good. They had excellent, excellent earnings, and then Zorzim really had great earnings. The this is this the reason I bought this. Of course, is the volume. It's up almost sixfold. This is after terrific earnings, up a dollar ninety in a dollar and nine cents, or about uh, two point four percent. So, very interesting on that. Just want to kind of show you an allocation of one of my portfolios that I have currently. As you can see, I'm still mostly in cash, which uh, is painful because I'd like to be out there doing uh, doing more than just putting it in cash. This is one of my uh, my IRA accounts that I have, 50% in cash. Then I have Robert Half. It's up basically 4%, 26 days. And then I have Matson, which I talked about today. I bought that yesterday. That's a relatively small position, 12% or basically one full position. Uh, that's up 2%. Very, very slightly. And then, of course, uh, I also did purchase, uh, about seven days ago, purchased Palantir on a reversal. That's up about uh, 3% in seven days. Down on AMD, of course, that is the chips, the old chip stock I hold. So really, really not, uh, you know, still waiting for the right kind of things to move into. It's a, it's a tough market, I have to say. It's a, it's a tough market right now. And uh, it's it's very difficult to allocate the capital where it seems to want to go, but uh, you know we're trying to do our best <laughs> to 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 make to make that happen. So let's go to the questions. Thank you, Samuel. Jim, please check Wish and C3AI. Uh, let's look at Wish. Um, the ISH. Of course, this is a tech stock. Um, and this we have the the market has been rotating out of tech, so it's getting it's getting more difficult right now to initiate positions in this area just because it's you know it it just has been not as uh, not as good an area. Uh, as you can see, this is the reversal line for Wish. Basically, what I've done is I've done from the top to the bottom, and this is the reversal line. It is still in, de in a decline. It's in a downward trend uh, right now. So wish I'd, I just not a good time to get into it. If you're down more than seven percent in this one, I highly recommend you possibly taking a look at uh, possibly closing your position here. It's got a relative strength of two. That means it's in the bottom two percent. So it's just really, really not performing well. And sometimes, you know, it you know sometimes it might come back. You never never know. But you know, really, instead of hanging around and you know just just watching it, watching your your capital go down. I think you ought to consider possibly getting out of this one. Um, uh, it's got a 22% checklist. It's pretty pretty bad. Um, maybe that maybe the sector will pick up. Uh, who knows? But right now the retail internet sector not doing well. It's 149 out of 197. So this is the real surprise that when I started looking at the sectors in the economy, this is what I was seeing. This has been, I mean, this is where this is where Amazon is. This is where a lot of great big giants are, but they just don't. Right now, uh, there's a there's a sell-off going on in some of the retail internet space, and that's just been the case. I mean, it's just it's been selling off. They've been moving out of areas like this, the retail internet space, into some of the other areas like shipping. That's the reason I'm trying to find, um, you know, things to buy in the shipping area because uh, that that typically is is better so let's look at c3ai um c3 let's see that's c3ai just ai is a symbol for that and uh that's this that's this chart here all right well i'm looking at the daily chart here again same situation we have a downward trend unfortunately this is just not looking very good uh this is in the computer software specialty enterprise area 107 out of 197. Again, this is why I'm moving my investments away from this for right now. Um, this was a very, very good area. I've, you know, I've done very well in this area, but this just isn't working. This, 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 this area isn't working. Let's uh, kind of, yeah, it just, it just isn't working. 50 of six percent on the checklist. I think if you're down more than seven percent, I think you just got to keep your powder dry. Try not to. This is this, and this is hard when. 
when we have ro these rotations, try not to get your try not to let your capital be drawn down on this because that can be a very tough thing uh, if, if you get if your capital gets drawn down. And I think that's just the the situation. Um, Tesla. Let's take a look at Tesla. That's had also some weakness, and I know I know this is. Uh, very, very strange. I seem to be making apologies for the market, but um, Tesla uh, looks like it like looks like it uh, it went down and tested, but the downward trend continues. Unfortunately, with Tesla, currently it's at six ninety. Uh, it's up today uh, about twenty four dollars, which is which is which is very encouraging. It went down to the two hundred day line. It bounced, and it, it's bounced up to the um, the twenty one day line. That's this green line here. The question is, will it will it move higher? Well, I think that you know, really, we seem to now have some support. Uh, we had some support at 700. It looks like the support now is is about 680. So we've kind of round tripped everything. And this is kind of a wet, what they call a wedging action. As you can see it's just kind of wedging into this in, into this into this area here. Um, you know, not looking. You know, for a new entry here, I think you got to be careful now. If you're up. Uh, you know, if if you're up on the stock, I wouldn't sell it. But for right now, I wouldn't be entering a new position because it just is not showing the kind of strength that we need to see for it. It it just we're just it's not this is not a good entry point. Um, we need to see some more strength uh, in order for this to to be to be more viable. Um, also, uh, we want to take a look at Apple. Apple has pulled off of a little bit off of the 150. Uh, buy point there. Uh, it's 146. Yeah, it's it it went up. It tested uh, at uh, 150. Now I do have I I, uh, I I I did have Apple. I got I got stopped out of it. Um, but uh, you know this has been a tough one to trade as well. I mean, uh, you know there's some resistance right here at 150. It just doesn't seem to want to move too much beyond that. It did a few days ago, and then it pulled right back down to the 21 day line. So. Um, I wouldn't be selling this, obviously, depending on what, what cushion you had, but I also wouldn't be buying this right now. So this is really kind of in sort of a no man's land, which it's not fun because, uh, you know, it's just tough to trade. Trade when it's like that. All right. Uh, NVIDIA sink or float, hoping to get a good price. I hope we do two hands. I've got two spreads on this. Um, by the way, if you want to find out more, about some of the uh, the spreads that that, I, that we do, uh, and these are options plays. These are limited risk option plays uh, that that uh, that we that we uh, that we put together for everybody on the action trailers. And of course, we do. If you're a member of the Discord group, that's really where we go into them. We had a we I had a special one for the Discord only group on Caterpillar. We were able to close that at a profit, not a huge profit. Um, but uh, we did we did okay on that one as well. So let's look at Nvidia, and of course Nvidia reports today, and so we will see what happens. We're we're going to see what happens after hours. It seems like it's pulling back uh, before the before the before the uh, before the uh, announcement. So we'll see what happens. We're almost at the. Uh, we'll see we'll see how they do. Uh, they're going to announce tonight, and uh, hopefully. Hopefully we will see that we will see a bounce there. That's the case. That's been the case on the last four out of the five uh, earnings reports. Um, so let's kind of look to see that. Of course, the earnings are coming out tonight. We've had steady growth in terms of sales um, from June. You know, this is last year June, last year October, up uh, January and April. These are the first two. These are the first quarters that have. Um, that 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 have that have reported, um, the the profits are up 104 uh, percent um, a quarter over year uh, for the for this year as well. So um, this is we are going to get the the total report here, hopefully uh, here pretty pretty quick. Um, the estimated is 104. The reported, so it does look like we, um, this is the estimate is going to be earnings of. A little over a dollar share, about 1.02. That's the estimate. We'll find out in a few minutes what the um, <laughs> what what the situation is with the um, with with uh, with with Nvidia, and I'll try to try to um, cover that 
uh, if I can get information on that. Deliver good numbers, it didn't move. Well, no, actually, it, it's not. Um, Real Madrid, it, unfortunately, with these the these kind of more more normal stocks like uh, Zim and stuff like that, it, it produced very good numbers. But you know, it's just this is these aren't these aren't tech stocks. I mean, I hate to say it. We're not going to, you know, this is why buying at the right point is so critical. And that's why this is such, it's, it's such a diff, more difficult market to trade than it was just a few months ago. But uh, basically what I did here is that this is the reversal line. As it moved to beyond the reversal line, that's where I bought. And you can see that my position, bought a half position at 47.70. See, I'm down on this a little bit, not a lot, but I'm down a little bit on that. But there's strong uh, there's, there's, there's strong volume on that. So I set my stop loss at 45.54. So, uh, they had strong earnings. Uh, as you can see, they were up, uh, almost a thousand percent. I mean, here's, here, here's the thing. Their sales were up 200%, but their profits were up a thousand percent. So that kind of shows you that the interesting thing about these shipping companies, they, they, when they, when they run full, uh, they can be very profitable, but it's just it's been years really since you know we've seen we've seen that kind of uh, action on 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 shipping. So let's talk to Gunter. Thoughts on the energy sector? Uh, I have a position of VDE ETF, but I'm thinking about moving it to cash. You know what? That's not necessarily a bad idea. You know, it's just been a tough area. Let's let's look at let's kind of you know go through the sectors here to see kind of what the rankings are. Uh, and this is kind of, you know, this is this is kind of uh, interesting. I think the number one sector right now is the energy sector, and it's coal. Can you believe that? And I don't have anything in the coal area, but that's the number one sector right now. Retail department source number two. That's like Coles and Macy's are in there. Steel producers have been doing extremely well. They're number three. So there's something afoot because shipping and steel together. That kind of spells to me. That uh, there might be, we might we might be building up for a war situation. I don't I don't put that out lightly, but that would seem like the reason. That seemed like that would be there. I don't have any steel producers yet, uh, but there are some very good ones such as Nucor, and Cleveland Cliffs, and of course MT, um, uh, Metal, um, Ancor Metal. Those are all very very good. Um, Again, I I do have um, I do have some in the consumer finance area. The only computer area that seems to be doing well is the computer technical services. I just want to see if we can we can find anything, any stock in this area that's that's worth looking at. Um, you know, basically, Accenture is number one in that area. Of course, they used to be Anderson Consulting back in the day, and then of course IBM. So, I mean, just for fun, I mean, I have not bought IBM literally in years. And take a look at IBM, the chart on IBM, to see if it's it's viable. They seem to be putting in pretty good numbers, but it's not a stock I would buy, really. Unfortunately, it's in this consolidation range, but it's moving lower. So, just an overall tough area to buy in right now. It seems like uh, we're sort of treading water. Um, let's look, go back to the energy sector. For Gunter and see if we can find anything that makes sense. Now, most of the, um, you know, for for about the last three months, the E and P area has been doing well. That's of course the exploration and production area in the oil sector. Um, but as you can see, transportation ship is down here. Computer software desktop is coming up. That's primarily computer software uh, desktop. That's that's primarily Microsoft. Uh, so let's see. Yeah, the E&P area, that's the best of the oils right now. It's uh, it's fallen a little bit uh, to uh, industry group rank of 31. It was 17. Um, basically, um, you know, uh, three months ago it was number four. And so it's, it's this is now starting to fall. So probably not the best area if you're looking uh, for an ETF because this does seem to be not moving the right, right direction. We want we want stuff like commercial services, market research that's moving from 144 to 12. Those are the kind of areas we want to be looking for things in. Um, uh, financial services also very good uh, right now. And one of the one of the real stars is auto parts. This is an area that always does well in recessions and in times of high inflation. So this might be the this might be kind of the sector 
that we want to look at also along with shipping is the retail auto parts. Now, advanced auto parts is one of the big ones in this one. And, of course, O'Reilly is number one. So it's O'Reilly AutoZone and Copart, really. Um, but let's take a look. Auto, uh, O'Reilly is a very expensive stock. It's a very good stock. But I want to look at Copart. This is one of my favorite stocks in this space and see if it's even in a buyable area. Well, it's done. Look at that. <laughs> it went up and it went down. So it's, I wouldn't consider this buyable, but if it bounces off of this, this red line here, this is the 40-day moving average. If it, if it bounces off of that, then we might be able to consider it relative strength of 79. But right now we can't do anything with it. So not exciting in terms of things to to buy so here's the thing i would recommend doing on the, on the energy section you might want to go to cash or go to something like um gosh go to something even even like a gbtc the grayscale bitcoin trust let me take a look at that that might be a cash alternative uh gbtc now gbtc holds about four percent of the world's bitcoin it is pulled back a little bit today but it does look like it's reversing higher so that might be a potential area as well for you, Hans. GBTC is the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. I'm not sure that you can buy that in Europe, though. I think it might be restricted only to people in uh, the U.S. Just not sure about that. Um, what do you think about Groupon stock? GRPN is the symbol. Well, you know, Groupon was really doing well. Um, I don't think... GRPN. I, I just don't know. I haven't looked at it in a while. Let's take a look. Yeah. Boy, I wish I could give you a better. I, I wish I could say this would be better and would turn or something like that. But this is just not a stock I would buy. Took a big slide. And this is this is why it's so hard to predict earnings because even though um, it looks like it had great earnings, it fell very hard. And then it's way down here in relative strength five. And it's under the 200-day average. I just don't think you can buy this one. It's just not a good enough chart. So uh, let's see. What time is it? See if they've done their announcement yet. Uh, no, we've got we've got a uh, we've okay. We've got the market closes in about uh, another another about 30 minutes. Okay, so we're moving right down the line. We'll see what happens. Um, okay, CrowdStrike. Let's look at CrowdStrike. Um, CrowdStrike, uh, you know, I, if, if, if all of the software as a services, um, and I've had, and I've had this one too, uh, CrowdStrike is one of the best ones, but it just isn't, you know, the, the enterprise software group, even the security software just isn't really, really performing really nicely. There was this, you see, purchase one full position. And then I was, I was stopped out, uh, and I'm no longer in CrowdStrike. It pulled back. And, uh, you know, I, I basically had a very tight stop on it, about 4%. This market, you just can't let them, you can't let your losses accumulate. Um, it's pulling back. It's got, it's got earnings in about 13 days. So my view on this one is probably, you know, it's just not a good entry point. It definitely should remain on your watch list because it's a good stock. But I want to see it move above that 251.28. Um, buy point before I'm interested in CrowdStrike, unfortunately. Roblox, um, and of course, along with Unity, these um, these two stocks are, are big in the um, the software used to create video games. And uh, uh, so Unity is also another one you might want to look in this area. Pulled up very nicely to the 40-day uh, moving average. So that's looking pretty good. But the relative strength is still weak, 58. I typically only like to buy them if they're 80 or better. So we did have some very nice buying coming in, but I still don't like this chart. This is the reversal line I'm going to draw here. And it, it might pull above that, but I don't think we want to buy that until it moves above this reversal line. Currently, uh, Roblox, as a, as a stock, is in a downward trend. And it's never a good idea to buy in a downward trend. This is basically Seattle to Miami. Not the thing you want to see. Uh, it's moving lower, unfortunately. Yeah, it's moving lower. So I, I would say that, you know, it's probably not the time to enter a position in Roblox. But definitely keep it on your list. It's a good stock. It's just, it just you don't want to buy in a downward trend. You just don't want to do it. I'm up about 10% with my long-term position in Orsted. My opinion is this is a very stable stock. 
market leader in the area. Gap, ah, Gap to fill. That's that sounds excellent, Rio. Yeah, that sounds really really good. You know, I mean, I mean, there's there's just a lot of uh, a lot of stocks right now that uh, are going to be you know are, are going to be different. Now, another area of the market that seems to be getting a lot of love right now is medical, and of course J and J is probably the leader in that. Uh, and it's it was. I think right at the buy point. So I want to kind of take a look at this. It's going to be hard to see on this chart. Yeah, it's right in the buy zone. So if you're looking for more of a safety stock, um, look no further than Johnson & Johnson. This is probably one of the most stable stocks out there. Now, there's a few things I don't like about it, of course. Relative strength is only 62. I'd like to see 80 there, but uh, they've just gone through. I just think they've gone through earnings. Let's see when earnings are for Johnson & Johnson. Okay, yeah, earnings are October 19th. So they've got a they've got a pretty long ramp there. You know, right now it's critical that you buy right and that you don't if you're not up 10%, don't hold through earnings because that can be very costly in this kind of market. But right now Johnson Johnson's looking good. They did have a pretty good earnings and the last earnings were up 49%. So I I think that you could probably if you're looking at a place to sort of, you know, park some cash right now. I think this one might be a good one. Johnson and Johnson. I'm currently not in it, but I'm considering it because I do think they're likely to hold their value. Uh, they, they weren't pushed up too much, too high in the value and they have very good cash flow. Uh, you know, we're looking at about 78% on the checklist. So overall, uh, Johnson & Johnson uh, probably is a good, if you're just looking for return or a place to put your put your foot down right now, um, you know, that might be a place to do it with Johnson & Johnson. Uh, looking for DVD, and that's Dover Motorsports. I guess this is, uh, is this the, uh, operates two motor, uh, motorsports tracks. Oh, okay. So this is like, uh, this is, this is, Okay. Yeah. Okay. It. It. This is. Eh, this is a sort of a penny stock. It's kind of cool that you could actually, that actually you could have a stock that ran two tracks. But apparently that is the case. Um, boy, it. This one you might be able to make some money on this. Um, but it's below the. It's below the. Um, the buy point. It the tough thing about stocks when they're penny stocks and anything below ten dollars is considered a penny stock is they're tougher to buy because they're more volatile. Um, but the checklist looks good, sixty-seven, especially for this area. Um, the industry rank is terrible, one ninety out of one ninety-seven. Of course, this leisure services. The biggest issue that uh, you know you have with with this kind of uh, thing is that, you know, are people going to come back to the outdoor entertainment venues? I mean, you know, with the COVID thing, who knows? Um, it's been, you know, it's it's a question mark. So I do like it. I would probably watch this. Would I go into this heavily? Probably not, just because I don't think we have enough. Um, I, I just don't think there's, I, I don't, right now, um, I think it needs to reverse higher. Right now, it's in a downward trend, so I probably would not be a buyer at this point. But I definitely would watch this one. It's very interesting stock. Thank you very much for bringing it to our attention. Um, let's see. Uh, okay. Let's see. Uh, this is interesting. I'm going to. Okay, this is go. Oh, suggested hosts. I was just looking at this thing for TikTok to go live with another host. Um, oh, this is a good question. Thank you very, very much. Uh, we can't see your graph. What you have to do if you're on TikTok is go to this uh, YouTube.com slash Dallas Trading Floor because, unfortunately, with TikTok, I cannot display the graphs. But the graphs are being displayed on YouTube at YouTube.com slash Dallas trading floor. So you can definitely see it. And by the way, if you want to get our action trade alerts, super easy to do. All you have to do is go to uh, my profile, click on the link, and then scroll down and you'll be able to see it. First and last name, an email address, and you'll be on the action trade alerts. And we've put out some very good stuff on that. Um, we do it. We did a list uh, uh, for all the people, all the members of all of the, uh, of all of the stocks that were on our ready list. And that was that's very very helpful in kind of screening stocks, getting ready 
to buy. And that's what I do is I try to go through and I have a create a ready list. And then we screen those stocks uh, that are getting ready to buy. And that, that can be a very good thing as well. All right. Uh, Real Madrid, uh, Fitch, in my opinion, they're a good area. The chart looks good. Let's take it FTCH. I think this is far-fetched. Uh, FTCH. And this, I think this is supply chain management. Yeah, far-fetched. Operates the model end-to-end platform to connect the luxury frack ecosystem worldwide. So this is really a, a supply chain play. Kind of interesting company. So I think it's a British company. Um, I think I think it's in a great area. I agree with you. It's got earnings in one day, so I wouldn't buy it today. Unf- uh, but right now, unless it shows in, unless it shows a turnaround, currently it's in a downward trend. So we probably don't want to buy this one. It's below the twenty one the two hundred day line. Just not something we want to buy as it as it's making a potential lower low. So I would be careful with this one. Very interesting company. Um, but the checklist is not good. It's 44%. I typically like to see 67% or better. So I'd avoid this one um, just because the chart doesn't look good. Now, that doesn't mean it's not going to change and move higher. It may definitely do that. But for right now, I don't think you can do it. Um, will Will NVIDIA beat earnings? I hope they do. <laughs> if NVIDIA beats earnings, and hopefully, because I have two spreads on it. I have a call spread. A bull call spread, and I have a bull put spread. So I have both of them. And by the way, if you put both of those together, you end up with a um, with a iron condor. <laughs> so I kind of created an iron condor, uh, not thinking I was going to do that, and I did. So anyways. Uh, Airbnb. Uh, Airbnb, great idea, of course. Um, I just don't know about how good a stock they are, but as a, as a concept, uh, Airbnb... It's been a great one. Um, I think it's potentially extremely profitable company, and they definitely have the brand, but their stock just hasn't been doing very well as of late. Since really about February, uh, Airbnb has been uh, pulling lower. Okay, unfortunately, that's the case. We were all the way up here at 219. Uh, we've 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 lost a we've we've shed a hundred dollars in, in in valuation. I just, I, I, I'm not into, I'm, I don't want to lose this much money. Uh, and it doesn't look like this trend is changing. And we're starting to get below the 200-day line. So I would avoid Airbnb, at least for right now. The checklist is okay at 67, but I just, I don't want just okay. I, if, if, if I'm going to take this kind of risk, it's better for me to sit out and cash until I can find the right thing to buy. I just don't think Airbnb right now is the right thing to buy. I just don't see it. Uh, it just doesn't look as good. Amazon, of course, is in the internet uh, uh, retail group. And this has been, uh, you know, I, I I closed my spread on Amazon because it just wasn't behaving nicely. And, you know, we still, we have continued to have problems with Amazon as it's pulled below the 200-day line. So right now, it, it it's a tough, it's a tough sell for Amazon, unfortunately. Um, now we do, we probably going to get some support at about 3172. It's currently 32. So we're very close to it dropping below another key level support right now. Um, Amazon is in the process of creating a new base. Um, not a good time to buy it. Uh, just the chart does not look right. Uh, we've got a retreating, um, price. We also have, uh, increasing selling action. So at least for right now, uh, it doesn't look good. I mean, their 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 earnings were stellar, up 47 percent, but it does not look like it looks like a a stock that is pulling back somewhat. Let's look at the weekly chart. Yeah, we're definitely you know we're definitely pulling um, down to the 200-day line. Now we might get a reversal off the 200-day line, but right now. I just think you got to be super careful with Amazon. If you're down more than 7%, consider probably lightening up or possibly selling just because it looks as if that is the direction and it looks like it is moving more. It looks like it's going to, uh, it's going to move at least temporarily below that 3,200 level. So be, be kind of careful on that. V I A C V I A C. Let's look at that. Viacom's. And it's a global media company. I don't know this one. They're also in motion pictures and everything else like that. Wow. Pretty exciting. 
But uh, I don't like the chart. <laughs> it's below the 200-day line. Uh, 46 relative strength. Um, it Earnings per share were down. Um, earnings were down. Sales were up. So that's not, that's not we don't want to see that. Um, 34% um, funds. Return on equity, 19%. That's terrific. Uh, and it's got tremendous cash flow, $23. What is wrong with this picture? Why is this such a low price to earnings ratio eight to th yeah something is wrong here uh with this one yeah oh yeah okay short interest 3.3 days it's up 21 percent. okay this one yeah this is a, this is a climax so so basically this is a, been a this is a short this is a short squeeze here so this one looks like it's in play for the shorts I don't quite know why it is. Um, I don't have any information on this, obviously, because I am the guy with no inside information. But it looks as if we had a situation back in the end of March with this one where we did have this climax top and then this rapid movement down. I, th I think was, um, we don't, I don't know exactly why that, that happened. Probably a short squeeze. It does look like this one may be in play. Uh, but I'd be careful here because, you know, the motion picture business has not been doing very well. And, of course, you know, uh, AMC is, is is still holding in there, but it's, you know, it's been really tough for them. So I would, probably would not recommend this one, unfortunately. It just doesn't look, it just doesn't look doable. Um, uh, quite, we have a question on Neo and Palantir. Um, I, I go over Neo every day. Uh, I don't think anything's much changed with Neo. Um, I just I don't think it's looking good. I don't think the chart's looking all that good. Um, it's below the 200-day line. You know, probably you're gonna wait. Have to wait for a reversal. It, we may have started a reversal here. I don't know, but I, I definitely would not buy this below the 200-day line. And I would I would consider being very careful with this altogether based on the fact that it is a Chinese stock, and these Chinese stocks have been under pressure by the CCP. Uh, they have been uh, they've been under pressure to share their earnings, and uh, I, who knows what's going on there, but I think it's a risky. I'd be careful with uh, NEO, even though it's probably one of the best of the uh, automobile companies. Now, there is another one uh, in China. Now, there is another one called uh, Build Your Dreams, which is listed on the Hong Kong Exchange, um, Berkshire Hathaway has about 10% of that company. That's a, probably a little bit better. I have never traded it because it doesn't trade on the U.S. exchanges. It just trades on Hong Kong. Um, but I think NEO, unfortunately, is just, uh, you know, it, right now, it, it, you know, wait for a better time. And so that's, uh, that's, that's what I say. Uh, I never sell my uh, Apple isn't away up on both. Hey, that's fantastic. No, I think if, you, if you're up on Apple, you know, in Tesla, if you've got more than, you know, um, here's the thing. The typical rule for selling is if it goes up um, 20% in less than, you know, in less than, a you know, less than eight weeks, you want to keep it. If it goes up 20% uh, over eight weeks, you want to consider possibly selling half of it, selling in the strength. Um, this is Apple. Apple is uh, down somewhat again today. Uh, it, it was moving up here nicely, got to the 150 buy point. I think that's easier to see over here on the weekly chart. That's yeah, not exactly easy to see. Um, it got up to the 150 buy point. It was rejected at the buy point, and it has been moving down. Now, hopefully, it'll get, uh, we'll get some support right about here. So I do suspect it probably will move up into the end of the week just because of the fact that it looks like it's going to bounce off that 21-day line. So... Uh, you know that that might be where to go. With Tesla, it's probably a different story. I've sold out. I sold out all of my Tesla stock basically when, because I, I bought I I bought in last year, of course, at um, when it was way back here in 318. This is where I bought the first time, wrote it up. And, but it's basically in a basing pattern right now. I mean, if you can wait, this might be this might pay pay dividends. But uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna wait around for it. I'm gonna wait until it starts moving in in either direction. And then I'm probably going to be back in. But right now, I don't have a position in uh, Tesla. Let's let's uh, go look to see what's happening with NVIDIA. 
because uh, we are after hours now. See what happens. Well, it's uh, okay. Did we get anything? Did we get any answer? Now it looks like it's holding steady. We will see. So we might. It might. This might sell off. This might sell off. Um, this might. Oh no, no, no. Here we go. It seems like it's moving a little bit. So it's about even. Well, it's kind of right about that 190 level. So we did. We pulled back pretty strongly. So we might have a situation where we have to to do something uh, with with the spreads. Who knows? We may have to pull. We may have to uh, to renegotiate some of these. But we will see what's going on there. Uh, with that, we may have uh, may not have been a good one. All right. Um, all right. Fed pulling back. Tech may tumble. Yeah, I'm afraid you're right. I I think. Um, you know they just can't keep on printing the money. That's what I think because there's there they 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 have to do this because there hasn't been an agreement on the debt ceiling. So that's part of the reason why you see some of the strength in some things things like these inflationary stocks, like the shipping stocks. I think so. That seems to be the way it's going. Hey Jim, uh, what should my stop loss be on Apple? Okay, let's let's see a, a reasonable stop loss for Apple. I'm going to pull up, pull up the chart here. You know what? I would consider having my stop loss probably. Yeah. Okay. Probably. Let's look at the 30-minute chart. I, you know, I would consider it about at 144. That's that's sort of where I would be looking to um, to to initiate a stop loss. That's right here. That's kind of where I would I'd put my line in the sand. It'd be about 144. So that's that's where I would put my stop loss on Apple because it does it does it does seem like it's getting some support at 145 but I think if it moves beyond a little bit lower than 144 I think we might have to be a little bit more careful so that's where I put my stop loss on on Apple well, let's look at coinbase that's interesting coin um, of course this is the leader in uh, some of the Bitcoin um, plays in terms of, uh, it, but unfortunately, I wish this was a better chart. I just wish it was a better chart. But this is not a chart you want to buy. It's in a downward trend. Yeah, it's just not, you just don't want, there's, uh, you know, it's getting tough. I mean, there's there's not as many good setups as there were. Yeah, we just have a downward trending chart. So I wouldn't buy, I wouldn't buy coin. Let's see what's going on with Target. I think TGT is a little bit different. I think that's probably stronger. Yeah, much stronger. This is different. This is a pullback. So, yeah, this is very viable, actually. For Target is actually very viable because what's very likely to happen here, and we just had earnings, it looks like they're up just slightly, is that we're going to get a bounce right here. So Target may be actionable because it looks as if, and I'm just going back in history here, uh, it looks as if uh, when they have good earnings, of course, they move up. But it does seem that that it bounces off of these index lines. So once, essentially not really twice, but I would be looking for target to to reverse higher based on this chart. So out of the two, TGT I think is the one you want. I would wait until it has an update and then possibly consider moving into it. Um, AMD. I and I, uh, you know, everybody knows that I am holder of uh, a holder of AMD. And and sacrifices, yeah. Unfortunately, it just it it really is pulling back to where it was. I mean, it was pulling it's pulling back to its buy point. The buy point on AMD is about ninety, uh, so from ninety to ninety two, and that's that's really right in here, so around ninety five to maybe a hundred. That's your buy point. So it looks like it's pulling back to that. We may get a second chance on that, but right now I don't think we can do anything uh, with with AMD. Um, let's look at FMD and see what's happening there. Oh, nice. Floor and decor. Okay. It looks like it's bounced. Um, yeah, this is looking very good, actually. It's one of the few ones that I really like. Um, yeah, this is looking good. I think you could buy it here. It's actionable. It's right at the top of the pivot, though. So if you're going to do anything on it, you want to do it quickly. I wouldn't buy it too much above about 115, but that's looking pretty good. 
pretty good there. Pretty good. All right. Um, all right. Let's get to some of the other questions from TikTok. Thank you very much. And by the way, if anybody's watching on um, uh, on LinkedIn, if you could um, if you could uh, type in a question, that would be wonderful. That way, I can see if all the feeds are working properly. Because um, we just started, we just started um, doing um, uh, feeds on on uh, LinkedIn, so that's kind of exciting. Let's look at Clover Health. This is uh, for uh, this is this is for uh, somebody on TikTok. C L O V, I think it is. Uh, is that right? C L O V. I believe this is Clover Health. I get it right. There we go, Clover Health. This one was was a you know a favorite of a lot of people. Um, I have not owned this one, so. Um, but it's essentially a penny stock. It's eight dollars a share. It had a very nice climax top up to twenty eight dollars, and then it's come back down to earth. I just think that uh, you probably want to avoid it. I just I just think you want to do, you want to make an avoidance on that one because it just doesn't look very very good. Okay, well, um, just wanted to um, give a shout out there to everybody. Thanks so much for taking a look. If you're interested in uh, signing up for the special Discord service and you just want to go directly to it, it's www.vinnie.com slash u slash Dallas Trading Floor. Uh, also, if you want to get on the action trailer, it's super easy to do. Just go to www.dallastradingfloor.com. And uh, if you also uh, want to, if you're if you're on TikTok, uh, it's super easy. All you have to do is click on the bio, click the link, and first and last name, and uh, we'll get you right going on that. Well, we've come to the end here today. I'll be back tomorrow at about um, uh, at, at at about two thirty Central Time. And of course, if you have your questions um, on stocks that you want me to cover. Uh, just uh, try to get in a little bit early so you get to the top of them, so I get to all of them. Again, we just started. Uh, um, Want to welcome everybody that's watching on LinkedIn. We just started. Uh, we just started simulcasting on LinkedIn, and currently we're on LinkedIn. We're on YouTube. We're on Facebook, uh, Twitch, and Periscope, as well as um, as well as TikTok. So thanks to everybody. Tell your friends about the show. I hope everyone is doing well. Happy trading, and I hope to see you tomorrow back here with all your questions, and hopefully I can give you decent answers. Um, but until then, happy trading.